The definition of evolved, developed gradually. The definition of lifestyle, the way in which a person lives. What a beautiful thought that we don't have to stay stagnant. That not only can we evolve, but our entire lives, mindset and lifestyle can too. Change is inevitable. How you and your lifestyle evolve and change is totally in your power. Come on a journey with me through my evolved lifestyle, gradually developing in which the way I live. Okay, let's talk about the topic that no one seems to be talking about, however they go to, and then we tiptoe around it because everybody is in the exact same boat. I think it's, if I was to make up a stat, 98% of people are in this boat and there may be a, a mere two that's not. And I admire the people that are in that 2%. And I'm talking about the 98% of people that are addicted to their phones without even realising it. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, there's a new uh, document on a documentary on... Is that what it's called? That word doesn't sound right. There's a new documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. It is phenomenal. You need to watch it. Uh, our kids need to watch it. I don't have kids, but I um, it talks about the psychological mess up <laughs> behind the scenes of social media or behind the scenes of our phones. It's not even just social media. They talk about the addiction that people have to checking their phone, getting notifications, checking their emails. I know one thing, the app that I check the most is my banking one. I have no idea. It doesn't bloody change. Well, it does. But, you know, I know what's coming in. I know what's going out. Why do I check it? I don't know. And it's such an amazing um, doco to watch because they interview the founders of these apps and even they admit that they are addicted to their own apps and they know the psychology behind it. They were hired um, or they were either hired or founded that particular app and have it successful because they know the psychology behind it. One of the developers even said, I had to go in and remap my own app so that I wasn't addicted to it. And so my, the reason I want to really bring awareness to this is there's a few reasons, actually. Firstly, because my heart goes out to the teenagers that are living in this world. You know, I walked into my girlfriend's house last night and two of her daughters are laying on the bed, just phones up in the air, selfieing videos. And I'm just like, oh, I feel for it. I feel for them. I feel for the parents. Um, but I think we cannot disagree that we as the adults are also in the same boat so there's a few tips that I want to give um the first one is if you've texted me in the last probably two months and I'm driving you will get a text message back saying Rochelle is currently driving with do not disturb mode on if this is an emergency please send another text and she will be notified Um, and then I think what would happen at that point is maybe my phone would ring or something, but my phone is away when I'm driving. Now to some people that might be like, well, duh, but I would probably think to most people that's like "Mm, guilt. 
No one likes to talk about this. No one likes to bring attention to it. But when I'm driving around and my phone's fully away, I'm not even tempted, not even close. I cannot receive a text. If I try to use my phone, say, for example, I swipe up, it'll say I'm not driving and I have to click on it. So subconsciously, I've got to actually say, well, sorry, consciously, I've got to say I am not driving. So if I am, how shitty of a human do I feel, right? Another point, if you crashed your car, did you know that they will check your phone history to see what you were doing in the last however long since you were driving? A friend of mine had some very dear friends up on on the um, north coast a couple of years ago now, and a guy went around a corner, hit their car, one of them died, uh, so it was two women and two men, and one, what the lady died, and the other one was critically injured. That kid had had 36 conversations from when he had left work to when they had the crash. And when I say conversations, that's text back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And I don't think there's many people that could say they've never done that. If you've been following my journey for a long time, I used to create videos while I was driving. This was before live Facebook feeds and I would put my phone in the dash of my car and I would record a video similar to a podcast. And every now and again, people would be like, you really shouldn't do that. But it was not frowned upon as much back then as it would be now. However, whilst people can still frown upon it, people check their phones. People pick up their phone. They check the GPS. They check the music. They do whatever. People just always do it. And when you're driving and aware, like I do, like I'm like always just driving and so aware because I'm not on my phone. (laughs) You see how many people have their head down. And do you know what really hurts me is not only uh, is it, you know, these pee platers or, you know, people in the car on their own. I will see kids in their car and the mom or the dad have just looked down or they're on their phone or they're um, it. It's it's just I think it's a topic that just needs to be made aware of. And you know what made me stop doing it was I was living in Sydney living in Pennant Hills and I still remember I was driving out of the car park at Carlingford and I was coming to a roundabout and I was on my phone and this guy beeps really loud and yells out get off your effing phone and I was like whoa it embarrassed me it shocked me and it made me go he said that with so much hurt and intent he's Like that was with passion and it made me think, I wonder if he's lost someone to somebody being on their phone, even if he hadn't, whatever the reason was that he was so passionately telling me to get off my phone. I was like, yeah. And that was the turning point for me. So the next time you're on your phone and you're driving, just remember that and go, okay, would I be embarrassed if somebody who like yelled at me right now or, or maybe you don't even give a fuck about that. But you will if you hurt someone because you've put your head down or if you've text your daughter to say this. I pull over now. If I'm driving and there's something in my head, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. I try to just enjoy the moment, enjoy the drive, listen to some music, whatever. But if I really must, I will pull my car over, will send the text or do the message, whatever I've got to do, and I'll get back on the road. Can I encourage you to do the same thing? Can I encourage you to use the do not disturb function on your phone? Can I encourage you to literally just put your phone on the side seat or in the glove box or whatever you need to do with it to keep it away? 
if it's urgent, people will keep calling you or, you, you know, go through your Bluetooth or whatever it might be. But can I encourage you to not use your phone while you're driving? And the second one is which, so I'm going to do this series of podcasts um, about lifestyle choices, tips on how to wake up early or tips how to, you know, make better choices. And this is just one I think is really, really good for your mental health, your emotional health. Um, And it's another do not disturb option. I do it every night. My phone automatically goes on to do not disturb from 9 p.m. till 9 a.m. Now that's quite, that's probably late. I could probably make that go on a little bit earlier, but I run all of our businesses through my phone. So unfortunately I do have to be on it a lot, but I try to minimize my time on it. So from 9 p.m. at night, my phone goes on to do not disturb. Again, I would have to click up and, you know, reactivate it. It's, it's easy to do, but it kind of reminds me like, hey, it's getting late. I think you should put your phone down. So from there, I put my phone down. But of course, if I've got, you know, no messages to reply to or anything like that, book people in for appointments, I will put my phone away. Dylan and I will watch a movie and I would just be in that moment. And it's really nice. It's really nice to just consciously go, you know what? I don't need my phone. We went down to Sydney for a workout with uh, you know, a guy we've been following. Actually, I'll give him a plug. Travis Young, he um, runs Reborn Fitness down in Caringbar. Dylan and I love him. We've been listening to podcasts for a while. He owns a gym in Caringbar near Cronulla. And one of Dylan's goals over the last couple of weeks has been to go down and do a session with him. So we woke up at 5 a.m., we jumped in the car and we drove down to Caringbar. And it was about halfway down. I thought, oh, I've left my phone at home. And Dylan's like, really? I go, yeah, it's okay. Like it's not the end of the world. And it ended up being that it was in the bottom of my gym bag. And when we got there, it was there. But it was so nice that I didn't have anxiety over the fact that I think I left my phone at home. And that's a big change for me. If anyone knows me, I was very addicted to my phone for a very long time I was addicted to social media I was addicted to posting this get a photo of that tell everyone where I am and what I'm doing and it's just such an unhealthy state to be in mentally physically emotionally because you're just constantly you know looking at your phone worrying about your phone like who gives a shit who gives a shit so my tip is Use the do not disturb functions. Be consciously aware of how much time you're spending on it. Are you ignoring the people around you? Are you not having human to human connection because you're on your phone, in your phone, connected to your phone? Give a shit about your phone. Put it away. Put it away when you're driving, please. Put it away when you're with people that you could spend quality time with. Put it away at nighttime so it doesn't keep you awake. We have a no phone rule in my bedroom. You know, so once that phone goes on to do not disturb at nighttime, it's, it's down. It's downtime. Um, it obviously charges next to my bed and my alarm goes off in the morning, but I've just started doing um, my Fitbit again. So my phone will actually stay out of the room in our spare room charging. And my Fitbit does this gorgeous little bzzz in the morning instead. So that wakes me up, which is so much nicer than an alarm clock. But you don't want to be stimulating your mind with whatever is going on in the phone. And you also don't want to be flooding your mind with everybody else's life because then we start to compare and then we talk about mental health and then we talk about emotional um, distraught and depression if you have watched the social dilemma you'll see on there the rate of suicides and you know what the rate of suicide is rising in young teenage girls why do you think that is bullying social media phone addiction 
the, 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 the ability that people have to connect with you now, like just so easily. And I'm going to do like, I can imagine I'm probably going to do a million of these on bullying because I hate bullies, but I, we all get them. And you know what? I was in the gym this morning and I went up to this lady and I was like, Hey, I don't know your name, but I keep seeing your name's Joe. And I said, you look amazing. You're doing so well. And so she's been going to body pump for three weeks. She said she'd been going to the gym for about six weeks before that. She goes, really? No, I haven't lost any weight. And I said, are you weighing yourself? Don't weigh yourself. No, well, this lady that knows me saw me the other day and she said, I've put on so much weight since I retired. And I was like, oh my gosh, who says that? Like, that's horrible. So here's this woman nine weeks into the gym. Yes, she's put on weight since she retired, but she's trying, right? Who the heck is this woman in her 60s to tell this other woman that? I was at lunch with some friend, with a friend a few weeks ago and a bunch of her friends were there. I got picked on all day, getting called Botox face and blah, 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 getting told I need some more sun because I looked really pale. Like, oh, bullies grind my gears. And those were both experiences of face-to-face, but the thing that our beautiful teens are growing up with right now is bullies are in their phones, they're in their hands, they have the ability to write the nastiest things because it's not face-to-face and they can. So I think we as adults and as leaders need to inspire our people that are coming up behind us by saying, hey, let's put our phones away. Who gives a shit about that photo? Who gives a dip? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I love photos. Don't get me wrong. I do. I take photos of food. I'm one of those people. But gone are the days where I'm at something and I'm constantly thinking, I need to get a good photo of this. I need to post this. I need to do that. If, if a photo opportunity comes up, of course I'll take it. I love memories. My mum was obsessed with photos. But it's no longer about getting that perfect photo for that like or that follow or that post or to do this. So this seems like a little bit of a longer podcast today. As you can tell, I'm super passionate about it. I think this is something that we as humans are becoming more aware of, the addiction to our phones um, and the need to help our our younger generations following behind us. I'm definitely going to be doing more on bullying. I um, am a big advocate for kindness. I do somehow seem to cop a lot of flack from people, but you know what I think it is, is... um, and I, and I do pray for them sometimes, like I pray for them to not feel insecure, to not feel worried, to not feel hate towards themselves, to then have to go be mean to other people. Like mean ugliness should just never come into it. It just should always be kindness. And if you are super confident in yourself, you don't need to be mean. If you are so happy and so confident in who you are, you just love on people. And I truly believe that if you flood yourself with compliments, if you flood other people with compliments, try this for the next 48 hours, 72 hours. I want you to go around and just compliment people. Tell someone they look amazing. Tell someone they smell good. Tell someone you love their genes. Tell someone that you love this about them. It starts to just change. You've made someone's day. And then when people give you compliments, take it. Don't deny it. Don't say no. Just go, thank you so much and start to believe it. You do smell good today. You do look good today. You do radiate today. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself those same compliments because when you start to give compliments, you start to receive compliments, you start to just be a better person. So put down your phones. 
be a good human and please share the word. Start to lead by example because when people start texting you and they get that, Rochelle cannot answer her phone right now, she's driving, it goes, huh. Even Travi Young said it the other day, he goes, I was like, hey girl, that's cool. It's admirable. Be a good person. That's it from me today, guys. I am fired up. I'm super excited. I love you all and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to my podcast, guys. My name is Rochelle Nicole and I'm the founder of The Evolved Lifestyle. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to get more of my episodes and the more listeners we get, the more stations we will be on. Are they even called stations? Go on to Instagram and follow my page, The Evolved Lifestyle. Follow our other couple of businesses. We have XOXO Teeth Whitening, which is my teeth whitening technician um, business. Uh, we also have Evolved Metal Roofing and Heart and Willow Online. So thanks again for listening, guys. I really hope you're enjoying. Please like and share.